Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome to Haken, an Animal Crossing podcast. Your podcast dedicated to all things Animal Crossing. This episode is brought to you by Swilly, one of our newest Patreon patrons. Sergio and I are going to talk about punishments in Animal Crossing and multiplayer features we'd like to see in Animal Crossing Switch. So to begin, hello Sergio, how are you doing? Hi Chewie, I'm doing well. What about yourself? I'm doing well. Um, Yeah, it's been a pretty full weekend for me, and I feel like everything is running behind once again. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so uh, what have you been up to this weekend? It's been a good weekend in terms of playing games, actually. Playing a lot of games. Uh, Yoshi's Crafter World, it's a lot of fun, actually. Uh, I guess that was yesterday. Today, it's been too hot. I, I don't know, when it gets too hot... I kind of don't want to play games, but I I try to force myself to. (laughs) Well, that's awesome. I didn't know you grabbed uh, Yoshi's Crafted World. How are you liking that? Good, good. I'm I'm really liking it. You know, for a Yoshi game, it's really good. It's not Yoshi's Island, but it's still really good. And I'm even liking the side quests and the extra things that you have to do. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, I have not picked it up. I think it's another one that I'm just going to wait for a sale to get, you know? Mm, Yes. Um. But yeah, other than that, I've just been chugging away at Smash, um, trying to beat the World of Light mode. I finally unlocked all the characters, nice. um, which was my main goal, <laughs> Which and it took me forever. It took me so long to get all the characters. Um, but yeah, that's what I've been doing. Um, nice. But yeah, let's talk about our big game, of course, Animal <laughs> Crossing. And so we wanted to start by talking about punishments in Animal Crossing, so... We're talking about other games, games like Yoshi and games like Smash, where, you know, you can play pretty much whenever you want. But one of the big differences with Animal Crossing in terms of playing is that when you don't play every day, chances are some things can happen and you can miss out in some way or, you know, worse stuff can happen. (laughs) Uh, Things that really kind of like change how you feel about your game at a point, you know? Yes. So to begin, I guess I wanted to talk about how previous Animal Crossing games punish you. And so you and I, we both put together a a list. I've added some, you've added some. Um, So yeah, I guess the first one is weeds. Um, Pretty much on a daily basis, you'll get weeds in your town. And, you know, as you walk around, you'll probably pick them and everything. Some people also pick their clovers, which I don't recommend because they're cute and they don't count as weeds in <laughs> New Leaf, at least. Right. But mostly because they're cute. I like them. <laughs> um, have you ever, I guess, been let one of your towns get to the point where it's just like, weeds nothing but weeds (laughs) not really but you know what you make a good point about the clovers i I might just leave them this uh, this time i I always pick them up i think i i got 
a total of four lucky ones. But yeah, I'm gonna leave them next time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've been I, I've been collecting them. I keep them, so they're fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I've actually been in some towns that are just riddled with weeds. That's <laughs> all you can see. I've had a couple towns like that. I think it's been more of a problem in the GameCube game. I think oh. that game. I feel like that one, you just get more weeds in general, especially like the longer you stay away, they they stack up a lot. <laughs> and you can be running through your acres for hours just picking all of them. Um, but yeah, I like I've had towns where I like started one months ago and then I finally check in again and it's just... That's all I see, as far as the eye can see. <laughs> um, the other thing that happens with greenery is your flowers die. Um, right. At least, uh, and, and we're going to talk about workarounds that have been introduced later, but in most Animal Crossing games, like if you're not playing, if you're not watering your flowers, chances are they're going to wilt, they're going to wither away and die. <laughs> um <laughs> Which, you know, some sometimes, like, I think it gets more serious when you're actually trying to breed flowers and you're trying to collect different colored flowers, you know? Yes. Um, luckily, that didn't really exist, I guess, in the first Animal Crossing game. There wasn't really that breeding mechanic or anything. You kind of just had to go to the store and you can find different color seeds for each flower. Mm. Um so that's one of the unique things there. Um, Sergio, I, I think you have some stuff to say about this next one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, the cockroaches, you know, they, they appear in your home and you have to pretty much kill them. I think, I don't know if it's always the same amount. It, it feels like it's either two or three. I guess if you if you wait longer, it might be even more. Ah, oh, but those are annoying. Yeah, that's one thing I ran into as well. When you haven't played for months and months, there are tons of cockroaches. And the thing is, you don't know unless you start moving your furniture around. Because <laughs> once you move them around, they start to hop out. They're doing all these flips and running and they're dodging you and you're trying to squish them. It's, it, it's kind of hard to squish them sometimes. They're just like really evasive. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, especially like depending on on how you have your things arranged. But sometimes that's for the better because you can pull something out, the cockroach will show up, and then when you push it back over it, it'll die. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And you're just like, my one worry is like you see their little spirit rise yes. <laughs> up and go. But like, what do you do with the carcass? Like it just kind of sits there the rest of the time. <laughs> And that, ugh, it's gross. Uh. It's disgusting. <laughs> but, you know, that's that's one way to punish you. Right. Yeah, um, yeah the other way, I wrote these down. Um, you can miss a lot in Animal Crossing when you're not playing every day. Mm -hmm. And that could be an event. It could be items in the shops that you wanted to buy. It could be birthdays. Um and I think the hardest one, the worst one to miss outside Ooh. of events, because like you have to wait for, you know, a whole year if you miss an event. But the the worst are like, it's the end of a season, you forget to play on the last day, and then all of a sudden all those bugs and fish and I guess the paintings and fossils don't really fall align with this, but 
missing a bug or a fish for the season, you just know you're going to have to wait a whole year before you get to see those again. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. And th- that one is, that's the hardest for me. I missed a, I want to say I missed a bug in autumn or maybe it was a fish. And then I didn't know until I was like maybe halfway through winter. <laughs> Oof. And so I was like, great. I'm never going to finish this. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes, you know, the, the the requirements are really tough. It has to be at a certain time of day and during the certain season. So it's hard as it is. And then if you forget, you have to wait a whole year and you're probably going to forget the requirements again. So either you have to look them <laughs> up and it's going to be difficult again next year. So, yeah, it's it's tedious. But, you know, that's why it's satisfying to get them all. Yeah, I want to say the most time-sensitive one is, I want to say that it's the jellyfish. Like, they only show up in August or something. Um, I want to say it's that. But, yeah, I I mean, I guess the good thing is, like, if it's August, there are probably a lot of different things that you're still trying to catch. But, I don't know, if you just happen to miss a month of fishing in the ocean, you could miss this fish for... And it only comes out once a, one month out of the year. Right. So it's even like less than a season <laughs> um, <laughs> that it's available, you know? Yes. So, yeah, it, it's the real tough part. Um, and, you know, maybe like you start school up again and you're just too busy to log in and then all of a sudden it's gone. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then you wrote this one, this next one. Yeah, so, you know, when you stop playing and then you go by, let's say it's about two weeks at least, the the animals in your town, they tell you, oh, hey, I haven't seen you in 15 days, 20 days. They're very specific about the amount of days. <laughs> and usually they, they make you feel bad about it. They kind of throw in a little jab at you for not being around. So, yeah, that, that can be not, not annoying, but it can be, you know, you can tell that they're kind of upset about it. Yeah, the worst ones are the kind of, I guess, passive-aggressive animals (laughs) who are like, oh, you know, I I just thought you didn't like me anymore, so you were actively avoiding where I was, (laughs) you know? And you're like, oh, come on, you know I wasn't. Yeah. (laughs) But, yeah, they're just trying to make you feel bad, of course, because they always do. Um, Yeah, this next one's pretty funny. You can get bedhead. Um, say you've slept in your bed the whole time, you never came out, and then all of a sudden when you come out again, your beautiful hairdo is gone, <laughs> your hair has gone wild, it's grown out or shrunk for uh, for some reason, yeah. I don't know. Um, but regardless, you've got... Okay, you know what? This is a total side note, but it just totally hit me. Um, because I hear this uh, a lot from people, but they're... <coughs> Sorry, excuse me. Um, There are a lot of people who want longer hairstyles. Mm -hmm. And that... uh, It doesn't make sense to have only one bedhead hairstyle if there are, like, longer hairstyles or shorter hairstyles. I think there needs to be a bedhead equivalent to whatever (laughs) length hair you have. Yes, definitely. They need to add that. (laughs) (laughs) Because that'd be fun. But... You know, who knows if we'll ever see it because we're going to be playing every day. It's not like we're going to get bedhead anytime yeah, soon. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, but when you do get it, uh, it it's it's I think it's the most annoying thing for me because uh either 
when when I'm back to, to be when I'm playing again and then the shampoo might be closed because it's too late or when I go I never remember the the answers that I like for the haircut that I like so I always end up with something random and it's usually worse so sometimes I just leave the bed <laughs> I know I always 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 attempt to do shampoo like on my own at first and she's like <laughs> Yeah, honey, I'm going to make bring out your inside, you know, so you can <laughs> shine like you truly are. And then I answer the things honestly. Right. And I'm like, oh, this is how I look on the inside. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> it's the worst. Why am I like this? <laughs> I need to change my personality. <laughs> I, I tend to get like that spiky hairdo and I'm just like, oh, no, Guy Fieri. <laughs> Uh, I don't want the Guy Fieri. <laughs> um, yeah. And then, of course, we have the worst punishment of all. The one that I'm sure has broken many hearts in this game. And that is the dreaded moment when your favorite villagers move away. And this one, this one hurts. I think every time... When your best friend in the game just is like, all right, we'll see ya. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, <laughs> they send you a letter. They didn't even want to talk to you to your face, which we got a little bit of an explanation in, in the Animal Crossing movie. Right. Which is okay. It's cute. <laughs> um, it's it fair. Helps, it's understandable. It a bit, yeah. Yeah. But still, how could you leave us? We are best friends and... Yeah, I need some warning, you know? <laughs> yeah. And and like I said, we're going to get into this, but we do, I guess, kind of get warnings from villagers now. I think New Leaf really took that into account, you know? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, I think people are still pretty afraid of, like, going long periods of time without playing, and they're afraid of to log in, essentially, because right now... They're living in a in a world where their villager lives in their town. Their favorite villager is there. And if they ever log in, that could be different. Yes. <laughs> so it's almost like more beautiful for the person to just believe that their favorite villagers still live there. They're happy. <laughs> they're safe. Than logging in and trying to find out if they're actually there. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. So... It's a scary moment. Have you had that happen to you where your favorite animals move away? Oh, yes, for sure. It happened first with Alfonso. You know, even though it it wasn't for sure because of a lack of playing, he just just wanted to move. I guess he couldn't find the words to tell me. And the same happened with Bob. Honestly, though, I'm surprised that Hazel is still in my town after six (laughs) years or so. She's amazing. I think she's the only... She's the only one remaining that hasn't moved from my original villagers, which is awesome. Wow. that I don't think I have a single villager from my original, uh, just, you know, when I started the town. Right. I don't think I do. Um, which, you know, I I think it's mostly because I got to the point in, I guess, New Leaf, where I've played Animal Crossing for years now, and I've met tons and tons of villagers at this point Mm -hmm. and sure i have ones that i really like but after a while i think i just got to the point where i was like you know 
I just want to see more villagers because that's one of the things that you're very limited in yes. with this game mm-hmm. is like you can get a group of villagers and that's who lives there for like months and months and months, maybe years too, you know? And yes. so like there's very little opportunity to see different villagers and you know they have given us like different ways to do it like in city folk like if you went over to the city you could always see like a new group of villagers running around that city you know yes Mm -hmm. and then you have the campsite whenever random villagers decide to go stay at your campsite then you'd see some different ones you know but yeah other than that i was just like you know i'm going to just i'm gonna let them move I, I've had a good time with them, but, you know, their house is empty at this point. I bought all of their stuff. They won't put in all the cool stuff that I keep mailing them. <laughs> <laughs> I think I need them to move and start a new life where they can have a beautiful place. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll I'll get to meet somebody new. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think it's tough. It's very very tough to handle that first time when a villager moves away for me it was poncho the little bear cub he was so awesome he's a little sporty bear cub he lived right around the corner from me that's what uh, that's how i like to put it (laughs) (laughs) and so i I, and he was like right at the top of a a cliff as well like a ramp that went down so i passed him every day and he'd always be hanging out and i'd be like hey what's going on i'd talk (laughs) to him all the time um so yeah, that was that was the one that hurt. Man. The very first one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then even like with rivals too, like Vladimir I've talked about before, where he was so mean to me all the time. <laughs> and I was mean back because, you know <laughs> that uh, you get what you get. <laughs> and then he moved away and I was just like, This is I'm sad now. I, I, what is this town without my worst enemy? Right, right. <laughs> yeah, so it's tough, uh, but it, it's a it's a nice way to prepare you for life. <laughs> There's some sad things that are going to happen, and so it's good to know that. Regard as somebody's moving away, they've they've at least sent you a letter to you know say goodbye. And you're you're gonna meet another friend, right? I think that's it opens the door to new friends. Yeah, and I think at this point, especially in New Leaf, even if you get a in an animal villager with a with a personality from someone that you already have, I think they they kind of they are different. I don't know what it is if it's actually programmed into the game or if it's just us as the gamer, but. I remember having two cranky villagers and I remember Roscoe felt very different to me from from the other one. And, and I kind of, I, I like that because it, it feels like they're even more different, even though they have the same personality. So yeah, the more friends, the better. Yeah, I think it's good to get like a good variety of like kind of the same personalities, but also seeing that there are some differences that play into their dialogue and what they tell you yes. and you know, how they interact with you as well. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, before we get into what we'd like to see with punishments, I did want to go over kind of the ways New Leaf has changed punishments because there are some differences. So Mm -hmm. the first one is that there were kind of less weeds in general. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, um, I think in New Leaf, you got like two a day if you didn't have the beautiful town ornaments. Mm Mm-hmm. 
which that that has to be less than you got in GameCube <laughs> because I felt like you got a ton in GameCube. Um, and probably, I don't know, I guess I don't remember how many we got in City Folk or Wild World, but yeah, GameCube always stood out to me as the one game that always was very punishing if you didn't play every day. Right. Yeah. Um, the other thing with New Leaf that kind of changed things around is that ordinances could be placed to kind of save you from other things. Like the beautiful town ordinance that I mentioned, mm-hmm. it makes it so your flowers don't ever wilt. It makes it so you get way fewer weeds. And by way fewer, it's like you'll go days or a week without seeing a single weed. <laughs> right. And so, yeah, I, I mean... Kind of a bad ordinance if you're trying to get all the badges, because right. I'm I'm sure you will not get the amount of weeds you need if you play every single day without time traveling by the time you die. I don't think you'll get the weed badge. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's just my guess. Maybe you will. <laughs> but if I had to guess, probably not. Um, the other thing that they kind of implemented that is... Because there's also kind of like a punishment if you don't play at the right hour, yes. you know? Mm-hmm. And so they had the early bird and night owl ordinances. So if you're up really early, you could go to the shops first thing in the morning. If you're not uh, up early and you have work and you have to play late, there's the night owl ordinance. So you can still visit the shops. And so that also didn't punish you for when those days where you just can't get on while the shops are open yes. you know mm-hmm. which is which is almost more annoying than missing a day because you're playing and you literally oh. do not have access to the one thing that you yes. want to have access to yes that's true um, yeah so i find that even more annoying <laughs> um at least like if you miss a day you could just say well i missed a day that's it I'm never going to know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. You know, in hindsight, I think this is probably, if I had to pick one, this is the biggest or coolest feature added in in to the series via New Leaf. The ordinances, especially the early bird and night owl. It just makes it so easier to, to put the game around your schedule. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And I think that's going to be something that they have to continue building up and giving more options for. Yes. Um, Just because, like, you know, one of the big things is, like, your audience changes. A lot of your fans grow up. They're older. They're they're (laughs) at a different point in life when they're playing Animal Crossing. Yes. And so you have to take into account that they're probably working full-time and they've got stuff to do. Um, (laughs) And then... It, with that also said, like, you're also getting a brand new audience of kids who are in school. Maybe they've got strict parents that don't let them play games until all of their homework is done, which, I mean, should probably be most parents. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like, kids have to finish their work. And if they're done after eight or so and the shops are closed, that's going to be a bummer for them because they've been waiting all day to play this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And they just want something new to put in their home. Um, And then I guess the last kind of differences that were introduced with New Leaf were the Welcome Amiibo update kind of changed things in a big way. Mm. For one, 
it gave you a free pass when you came back to the game. Um, and by that, I mean, if you played New Leaf and then we're coming back to Animal Crossing, or, well, coming back to New Leaf after taking a long break because of the Welcome Amiibo update, it was uh, they essentially said, no weeds, nobody moves away, this one time only, you know? Right. Um, so you could play after updating and be in a good spot in your town. It's like you were never gone. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense, and it made it very user friendly to for everyone to come back because at that point, whether especially if you're a seasoned Animal Crossing player and you remember what happens when you haven't been playing, you're gonna be afraid. You know, oh, I really want to try the new features via the update, but I don't want to miss my friends or or have to get a lot of weeds out of my town. So that was very nice of them, very forward thinking. Yeah, I think so. And then um, the other thing that changed is that villagers kind of, I feel like they don't leave you as often. (laughs) And I'm doing this kind of, I'm finding this out basically through me actually playing. Um, Hmm. Most of the time, uh, well, at least these past few weeks, maybe this past month, I've been a little too busy to work on my town. Um, I know I'm trying to build like public works projects for my Goodbye New Leaf series. Um, mm-hmm. I have not really gotten to that point of the project yet. Um, so usually I play once a week to do my weekly updates. I go and visit a dream town and nobody's moved away. Nothing has really changed. <laughs> um, and I mean, it probably helps that I have the beautiful town ordinance too to keep things like fresh so I don't have to water them because... Oh boy, I have so many flowers. Oh yes. <laughs> um but yeah, like nobody is moving. Like the biggest punishment is not happening. And I feel like it should seeing as like I'm only playing once a week. I log in oh, wow. every Sunday. And yeah, still nothing has changed. I'm pretty surprised <laughs> about that. Um so I feel like it's just harder to lose your villagers. And then on top of that, if you used amiibo cards to get your villagers, the ones that you used amiibo cards for will never leave. Um, unless you kick them out because your town is full and you scan in right. another amiibo card, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. So, there, yeah, there's like, I don't know. I feel like there are a lot of ways to get your favorite villagers now and then they stay forever. Like, you don't really worry about whether they leave or not. Right. Mm-hmm. Which is... In one way, kind of, it's nice for people who always worry about that. But in the other, like, uh, for people like me and you who are playing every day, um, at least pretty consistently, it's like there's no risk anymore. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And we want to, like you said, we want to meet new friends every now and then. So I I think there has to be a nice middle ground. Yeah. So speaking about that, let's go into like what we'd like to see in terms of punishments for Animal Crossing Switch. Um, you can go ahead and start. Yes. So on uh, personally, I want as few punishments as possible. I know you and I and, and a lot of our listeners are going to be playing nonstop, definitely every day for, I don't know, at least a year, probably two probably even more so even with that though i think for for the couple of us that may not uh, especially a lot of us that are going to be new to the series whether we're coming from pocket camp or just new in general i think it's a little overwhelming if if they if we have to tell them well 
if you don't play every day, things might start happening that you're not going to like. Th that's not a, a good thing to, to warn someone that is getting new into the series. So I think the fewer punishments, the better. And ideally, it, this could even be up to the player. You know, it could be like a setting. I was thinking it could be called set mode or something similar. And if you say, yes, I want set mode on... Everything that you do in your town is going to stay the way it is, even if you don't play for a while. So the villagers are not going to move. You're not going to have a lot of weeds. You can, if you want the villagers to move or if you want weeds or the other punishments, basically, if you want the more realistic Animal Crossing experience, you could turn that setting off. And I think that's a nice way to give the option to the player and to have everyone choose what they want. Yeah, you know, that's pretty interesting because um, you mentioned you're playing Yoshi's Crafted World. And one of the big things with it is that they do have kind of that easy mode setting. Yes. <laughs> um, it's not like the games are incredibly difficult, but just in case they've got an even easier setting for you to play on. <laughs> right. And so I feel like that's the equivalent of what it would be for Animal Crossing, you know? Yeah. Mm hmm. Um, maybe there are different things that could be easier to do. For example, fishing can be tough for people because they're anticipating when the fish is going to be, <laughs> you know, grabbing onto their line. Maybe for an easier mode setting, it could slow down the reaction time that you need. Yes. Mm -hmm. So, or maybe it'll give you some sort of visual cue of when the fish is going to grab onto the <laughs> the line. Um, but yeah, I think like a set mode, like you're saying, it's a possibility for people. Um, I know it's something that a lot of people complain about. Um, I don't necessarily, I kind of, I'm okay with being punished if I don't play every day. Right. <laughs> um, and, you know, like I said, I've been playing this game for a long time. It's okay to me if now if my villagers move away. Um, I'm sure, I, I mean, that said, I'll be sad if it's a villager that I really liked, but but I'll I'll get over it. <laughs> yeah, and you know, it, it happens that we, we do get punished every now and then, and it's, it's upsetting, but like you said, it's happened to us so many times that we kind of, uh, we're used to it, and we know how to recover or to look on the bright side, basically. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, so I guess from my end, I was thinking I don't really mind being punished, uh, but it's totally because I'm playing every day forever. Right. <laughs> and I think mostly what I'd like to see is more workarounds between like the time limitations that we have playing the game. Mm -hmm. um, for example, like the early bird and night owl ordinances are good examples of this because... One of the big things is like missing the shop, like the shops close before you're able to see what's there. And all of a sudden, like you just can't do very much, you know, mm -hmm. you can't sell things, you can't do a bunch of things. Um, so I want to see like ordinances that we can put in place that let us avoid some of these issues. And maybe that set mode is one kind of thing, like you the ordinances you have to officially apply to move and you're <laughs> you can either be approved or denied <laughs> um 
But I don't know. I also feel like you can't just stop people from moving. Right, right. Yeah. And I guess one of the ways New Leaf handled that was you'd play and then the the animals would ping, you know? Yes. And then they'd (laughs) let you know if they were moving or not. And... I mean, they didn't. They didn't really used to do that, you know. You didn't really get a warning about characters leaving. Right. Right. Yeah, I think I guess one of the fail safes that they could do because sometimes, you know, like I said, you can still just not play. You didn't never get that ping, and then all of a sudden, the your favorite villager's gone. I think one of the other things that they could do is warn you by mail. They could say, oh. "Hey, I've been thinking about moving." And then you can actually go out there and talk to them. Right. You know, I think yes. there just needs to be a 100% foolproof method where you can see if this is happening. Yeah, because, you know, it's happened to me and to a lot of us. We miss the ping. It just doesn't happen, but we wouldn't miss a letter with that kind of content for sure. Yeah. Yeah, you'd read it and be like, oh, man. And I mean, I guess if you didn't read it, that's on you. Right. <laughs> like, you, you you, got your mail. It's in there. It's in your inbox. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, your comments also gave me an idea um, as far as the shops. You know, if, if let's say you're going to have a, a rough day the next day and you're not sure if you're going to be able to play when the stores are open, but you want to check what if they add like a storefront and if you go really early in the morning, you can see the items that are going to be on sale when they open. So you can kind of say, okay, I better take my Switch to work and, and play during lunch because I see this thing in the storefront that I want to buy for sure. I think they could do that. Yes, I want a really great app to see all the things like it's connected to your game and maybe you're just at work or something you're busy and then from there i don't know like online shopping is a thing now so if we can go onto the nintendo switch online app click on the animal crossing icon and then be like okay what's in tom nook's store what's in timmy and tommy's shop you know just like browse through the shops and see what they've got online, maybe get a sweet deal or something. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I that would be cool to me, like yeah. to be able to take your Animal Crossing game outside of Animal Crossing and onto your phone, which is like, I guess, kind of possible with Pocket Camp because it's on your phone. But, right. you know, like this is better. Yes. <laughs> It'd be so much better. Um, I, and now I, I need that. I yeah. need that in my life. <laughs> yeah. Um, so did you have anything else to say about punishments? No, that's it. Let's see. Let's see. I mean, it's a part of the experience, I think, of Animal Crossing. So it's still going to happen. But I think if Nintendo puts out options to prevent it and it's user defined, I think that would be the best way to go. Yeah, definitely. I think there needs to be, yeah, just more workarounds for us. Yes. Especially mm-hmm. like, I, you know, you earn these things after a while. It's not like the ordinances are cheap. Like, you have to pay right. 20,000 bells every time to implement one. Um, maybe it'd be cool if they gave us a, st- a system that let us unlock the ability to have more ordinances yes. going at once. Yes. Because um, that, that'd be money right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I need that for sure, too. Yes. 
Yeah, so let's go ahead and move into our next topic, and that is multiplayer in Animal Crossing Switch. So, um, pretty quickly, Sergio, you you went ahead and filled this in, but can you go over the previous Animal Crossing games and what their multiplayer entailed? Yes, for sure, and let me know if I missed anything, but yeah, I, going back from the original population growing... Basically, on that one, you had to visit another town by using uh, a memory card. And as far as I know, and I believe this is the case, you couldn't play at the same time. Basically, when you visited the other town, it was you there, and, and that was it. Basically, two people couldn't play in the same town in at the same time. Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. It was just one town at a time. <laughs> right. But then Wild World that's when things got a lot more interesting in terms of multiplayer. That was the first game and the second Nintendo DS game from Nintendo that had online multiplayer in the first one in Animal Crossing. You could chat via text bubbles. You could visit someone else's town and they could be playing at the same time. Each one had their DS. There were, however, a couple of features that would be locked uh, like the the money rock, you couldn't do that, or some of the villagers. I think in Wild Wild World, they would even they wouldn't even leave their house. They were kind of afraid of the stranger in town. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, I remember that one. It was strange when people were over, and all your villagers would just like hide inside. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And, and I remember that because I also remember Nintendo kind of making a big deal that they fixed that in City Folk. The The villagers were open to visitors, <laughs> so there were less restrictions when there was multiplayer going on. And this was the one and only Animal Crossing game with voice chat via the We Speak channel and the We Speak accessory. So that was cool and interesting. Yeah, we still don't get very much voice chat opportunity, so um, I'm sure we'll get it in the Switch version, but it's going to be through the app for sure. Right, right. Yeah, because a lot of games do have voice chat on Switch, but it's through a method that nobody really uses or cares about. (laughs) Um, So it's pretty much like there is no voice chat for Nintendo. Right, (laughs) exactly. And then New Leaf. New Leaf really took it even further with with the online so um i believe this is the first game where you could register someone as a, either like a best friend or a favorite i don't know if the other ones let you but on this one we we really played online a lot especially because with the times it's easier to play online and on this one you could also visit other towns with the uh, the dream suite and you just needed the dream number and you could go whenever you wanted to a lot of different towns whenever you felt like it that was pretty awesome and not least of all, the mini games at the island. You could play with friends or with strangers, but that's that was huge in terms of multiplayer for Animal Crossing. Yeah, we never got anything like that before. That was a brand new experience for us. So, and it was fun. It was like, you know, you had all these different rotating games and every time you went or every day that you went was a new experience, something new to play. So, I don't know. I like that a lot. It was cool. Yeah, you know, just looking at at the list, I mean, Amiibo Festival is not here, and we we've said that we wish it had online. We would have played it a lot more. I'd probably play it tonight <laughs> <laughs> if I could just log in and we could all play. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, I would play it way more. I mean, it's so easy to pick up and play. I don't. They're just Nintendo is so resistant toward putting their like kind of board game style games as an online game. Mm-hmm. And I just don't get it. Yeah, yeah. Well, Nintendo's changing, but yeah, you're right. They're still not giving on that one. Yeah, yeah. So let's go ahead and talk about multiplayer features we want to see in Switch. And the first one is one that's been like kind of bouncing around those like fake threads of leaks for Animal Crossing. I think they're fake. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I've explained why before, but regardless, one thing that they do keep mentioning is local multiplayer or split screen multiplayer Mm. um because there was kind of a local multiplayer option in say like wild world you know um because that one or and even in new leaf like if you're in the same room with somebody you don't have to connect via wi-fi you can just connect locally Mm um but in switch what we're thinking is like local split screen multiplayer where you both log into your files you're each playing your Animal Crossing game. And I guess my... I have questions about how this would work. Hmm. Um, Because I I for sure want split-screen multiplayer. Um, My questions about how it would work is like... I don't want it to be kind of like a Pokemon Let's Go situation where the person just like shakes a controller and all of a sudden they're in the game too, you know? (laughs) And then they have all of the same things and same pokemon sort of thing Um, right yeah and i don't want it to be like a multiplayer version of like the second player is just kind of there um and i guess my example of this and you can correct me if i'm wrong because i did not play this game uh, and everybody can shame me for it but like (laughs) mario galaxy 2 or, or mario galaxy like if somebody a second player came in, like they could just like point at the screen and collect star those star bits, right? Yeah, and they could shoot them at enemies, sort of to to stun them, so Mario could hit them easier. Yeah, no, I don't want that yeah. to be the type of multiplayer because <laughs> it's like, why are you even there? Come on, <laughs> we don't need you. Um, so yeah, I guess. Well, I. I don't know. I guess it would be nifty if somebody could just like point at the screen and all of a sudden this tree shakes and, you know, they're helping (laughs) you shake trees or something. I I get how that would be nifty. Right. But they can't just that can't be fun for the second player. (laughs) It's like mediocre. It's a mediocre (laughs) split screen multiplayer thing. But I want like a true like you're logging in and then you can say I want to play one player, two player, three player, four player. I don't know. (laughs) I'm sure they'll limit it to two just (laughs) based on what game it is. Um, But yeah, like I want to be able to just choose how many players you want at the start and then you pick which players assign whatever controller they're going to be playing with, you know, and then all of a sudden they both like the game loads and they both walk out of their home and now you're off. And this is like, this is where things get serious because are you going to go see the stores first and buy everything in stock before (laughs) the other person gets to check it? Are you going to go and find all the fossils before? Um, Are you going to race to 
you know, see if there's a fishing rod in the store. Right. Um, there are a lot of options, you know? Yeah. There are a lot of things. Are you going to get the money rock first? That could be a big thing. Because <laughs> um, then, I don't know, there, there are a lot of things uh, that kind of up the ante, make it more competitive, make it like... I need to do this before you do this. Yeah, yes. <laughs> um, otherwise, I'm going to miss out on something, and I don't know if I can handle that today. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah, and so it, it, I think it just adds to the excitement, but it also, like, it promotes working together. Um, because, like I said, like, sure, somebody can buy the fishing rod, but then maybe they're done using it, and they can just drop it on the ground and say, hey, you can go fishing now. Oh, and yeah. so like there there can be some cooperation between both players, you know? Yes. Because um, because you live in the same town, you're trying to build it up and make it special. You're trying to make it a big place at, that you both enjoy. And so, yeah, I, I I love the idea of split screen multiplayer. It's something that I've been wanting for a long time, mostly because I remember animal crossing population growing i played that i played in the same town with my brother and my friend and we always started by arguing about who gets to play first that's always the question (laughs) (laughs) right right yeah so what about you what are you thinking for a local split screen so i'm thinking that if it does happen which i do i do want to see some form of multiplayer indefinitely split screen and i think if it does happen they should really go do away with any limitations that would happen you know like we said even in new leaf there's no money rock there's no bees when you have somebody over i I don't want to see any of that i think if you're playing with someone and it's the same town and it's basically another resident in the town basically living real time with you there really shouldn't be any limits i guess if anything maybe just the town gates maybe it's going to be limited as if anybody else can come into town or maybe just one more or maybe two people. So there's four in total. But yeah, I want to see as, as, as little limitations as possible when you're playing a split screen. Yeah, definitely. Because, um, I, I, yeah, like I said, I'm not a fan of that two-player mode where just the second player can't do anything. That uh, that's what I would want them to avoid. I want them to give both players the ability to do everything that the game has to offer. Um, yeah. So if they can make that happen, th- it's going to be so good. It's going <laughs> to be so good. I'm for sure going to ask Jackie to start a town with me and we'll play oh, together. Oh, for sure. That's awesome. Because that you would know, be fun. I had a thought. Let's see if this is not too crazy. So let's say you you have someone else that you trust really well, so well that you're willing to allow that person to go into your home, into your home when you're not playing, and basically grab your items if they need to borrow something, or if they say, "Oh, you know what? I know you have a green chair. You you don't really use it. I grabbed it so I can put it on my green set in my living room." Things like that, like a shared home, shared items, and everything. I'm down for that. <laughs> yeah, that would be really cool, actually. <laughs> I mean, yeah, one of the things I keep thinking about is, like, how to make, like, a two-player town. Um, mm-hmm. And 
Yeah, that that would be good, I think. It's just like a community type of building yes. where you can each decorate and have some control. Because that kind of takes you back to like, that's a callback to like Wild World where you all lived in the same spot. Yes. And you could all control everything in the home, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, have, like being able to build a public works project where you could all do that. And I mean, maybe the intention with the museum exhibits was kind of that. Um, but I, I don't actually, mm. I don't think you could grab other people's exhibit stuff, right? No, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, that that's a missed opportunity, I think. Because <laughs> that's a space where you could technically share it, you know? Yeah, mm-hmm. So it'd be cool, um, but yeah. Also, I know one of the one thing that Animal Crossing has always been resistant toward is the free pass, where you know somebody can essentially give you the items that you don't have. Like, say you didn't catch a, this fish, you know, um, and then all of a sudden you pick it up at somebody's house, and there you go. It's in your in the record that you caught it. Mm-hmm. But I think it. I don't know, we should be in an age where the developers have programmed the game so it recognizes that you didn't actually catch this fish and you still have to go and catch it on your own. Uh, I think that should be something that they could program into it, right? Yes, for sure. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. I, I feel like there just should not be so many limitations on the items that you can or can't share. Yes, good point. Mm hmm. Because, yeah, there there has to be a way that they can just make the the game understand that, no, you did not get this <laughs> on your own. You still have to go and catch one if you want it for your own, right. like, record. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So let's actually move into online. And I went a little crazy if you saw what <laughs> my, my list. I wrote a lot. <laughs> so I'll try to get through it pretty quick. Um, so I saw a comment recently on, a, on, I think, I don't know if it was this past Friday's video or the one before. I think it was this past Friday, though, because I did talk about like what I want to see in the future of Animal Crossing Switch. Right. Um, but the comment said the they don't want everybody to disconnect when one person disconnects. Oh. Mm-hmm. They just want the person who disconnected to disconnect. Like other games, like Splatoon, for example. Like if one person disconnects, not everybody disconnects, right. you know? It's just the one who does, unless it's the host of that room. All right. <laughs> then everybody will disconnect. But if that's not the case, I think that should be... Kind of implemented. Now, my my questions with this is I'm not sure if there's a problem with how this would work. For example, like with progress in items, what if this person gave an item but then disconnected? Right. Does the person still have the item or did the person already give it to that, uh, to, to you and so they come back with their pockets empty, you know? Right. Um, or... Do they still have the item and is it duplicated? Because <laughs> I'm sure Nintendo would want to avoid an easy duplication process. Right. right. Um, hmm. So I don't know. I think it'd be nifty to have a better online where it doesn't disconnect, but I'm not sure how it would work based on the gameplay of Animal Crossing, you know? Yeah, it could get tricky. Maybe if, let's say, somebody disconnects, then everyone involved would be sent like a quiz. Or like a questionnaire, and and 
let's say, oh, you know, person X disconnected, but they had your uh, your shirt. Do you, do you mind if they keep it? And then if you say yes, then everything goes according to the answers and everyone kind of has to agree. I mean, it sounds complicated, but I guess that that could be a solution. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, it does sound complicated. <laughs> Uh, especially when you get in those moments where you're playing with a stranger, for example, right, right. and then they're like, no, I don't agree. I want this. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm keeping it. Um, so yeah, you just don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The other thing I want is like kind of shared online locations. We got this a little bit with, um, Tortimer, Club Tortimer. You could go to an island and you can go and play with random people. Um, it'd be cool to have like a shared online town um, that you play with somebody. Um, a shared online kind of shopping center. Like say they have a city and you go to the city and it's online. And when you buy something, it doesn't necessarily say it's sold out. Like everybody can buy that Ooh. item that's available on the shop. But yeah. it's like a little hub place, you know? Right, right. So I think it'd be fun to see like a shopping center like that um, or like shared online exploratory places. I, last week, Dragon kind of talked about like wanting kind of dungeon crawling elements um, mm -hmm. in Animal Crossing. And it'd be cool if like you could go and do that dungeon crawling stuff in like an island, a cave, a mountain, a forest, but you get matched up with people and you're all working together to you know, get the most ore right. or mushrooms and that sort of thing. Um, so I think it'd be fun. <laughs> yes, that would be amazing. Yeah. And then I think these last ones I can go through pretty quick. I love the Pocket Camp Market Box. Yes. I think I want to be able to put items up on some sort of online store so people can find my stuff and buy it from me. Like, if I have an extra of an item and they're, like, looking for it, I want them to be able to buy it if yeah. I put it up. Um, so that'd be cool. Um, shared events would be awesome. Another kind of pocket camp thing. Like right now we're doing yet another gardening event. Oh. <laughs> um, but you know, you share that experience with people by like sharing creatures and that sort of thing. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, so shared online events would be fun. Another thing, this one's a callback to city folk. Send letters to other towns. Yes. I, w I need to be able to do this. I want to be able to put gifts in them and send them to you and be like, you know, pen pals, essentially. <laughs> yeah, and that's so simple. It makes so much sense. Yeah, they need to have that. Um, the other thing I want is a newly feature, the dream addresses. I don't want to see that go away. Mm -hmm. I want to keep being able to see towns in just like in New Leaf, you know? Yes. And then this last one, this is my dream because my biggest worry with the Switch version of Animal Crossing has been that there's not going to be Street Pass anymore. And oh, okay. I need some way to still have a Happy Home Showcase. And so I think they can make an online method where you can submit your home to a database and then that gets distributed to random people and so that way you can still like visit homes in the happy home showcase and like purchase items every day, you know? Yes. Mm -hmm. So I need that. That that's the one I want the most out of anything. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. So go ahead and go through your list. 
Sure. So we discussed this one on a previous episode, but I'm thinking it would be very nice to have toggles when you have people visiting over. Basically, you're going to be able to say, I want people to be able to run in my town or to pull weeds or to pick up items or to buy or sell things. Basically, it's going to be up to you so you can kind of determine what's allowed in your time so you have more control over that. Another thing that I want for sure is a more stable connection. You know, if as much as possible, if Nintendo could work on that to make sure that the connection remains as much as possible and not not like every little thing could cause a disconnection. If possible, keep everyone connected and keep the, the playtime going. And I'm going back on a previous request. You may recall that I was thinking it would be nice to have big towns based on real life locations. Like there could be a town that is like New York and one that is like Tokyo and Anyone could visit at any time and they could have, they could be themed basically to match the real full location. I mean, if that happens, that's nice, but I'm kind of going back on that because I feel like that could take away from the magic of Animal Crossing being town, people's towns that are their own, basically. It's all, it's not based on real world locations. So if people wanted to do that on their own town, they could, that's fine. But I think if there are shared towns, they could be either new locations, like brand new original locations, or they could be based like Hyrule or different gaming related ones, especially from the Nintendo side. I think that would be probably for the best. Yeah. And you know, now that I think about it too, I think there was a Nintendo town and a dream address associated with it in that you could visit, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, I don't know. I I, I think it's an interesting thing for sure. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, I'm glad you called back to that, like having some sort of toggles to allow people to do certain things. Um, Sometimes I don't want you to pull my weeds. I'm saving them for something. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I know it's a little thing, but it's important to me. So, no, I'm not yes. going to let you. <laughs> yeah. So, it, I think that's fun. I think that's a cool thing to have. Yes. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So, let's go ahead and close out this show with the Haken's Villager Corner. And for those of you who don't know, this is where we ask our patreon supporters a question every week and then they give us their answers and we share them here so yeah if you want to get your voice heard in some way and answer some of these questions uh you can support us so it'd be cool totally optional as well (laughs) Um, so this week's question was what's your fondest memory while playing animal crossing with someone else and sergio you came up with this question and i thought Right away, it was perfect. (laughs) Especially because I I was in the mood of talking about multiplayer types of things. Um, So I think this fits really well because I think Animal Crossing is a game about communication and being together. So Yes. Yeah, so I guess uh, usually I have you start, but I'll start this time. (laughs) Okay. All right, so Sarah says... um, Actually... Did you have a story? I think you had a story that you wanted to share, right? Yeah, and I'll make it short, but yeah, it, it's a nice uh, but bittersweet story. It basically, back when I was playing New Leaf, and like I, I mentioned on a previous podcast, I was part of a, a group of pl- very active players from the former NeoGAF, now Resetera. And I remember one of the persons, he, he didn't play much, 
but his wife did. And I didn't know her from the website, so I never really talked to her, but I met her in the game. I, I don't remember her name. That's the problem. I think it was Hannah or, or something with an H. And... Mm-hmm. Basically, we were really close friends. We had each other's backs. Uh, one time she asked me, oh, if you ever get the crown, let me know and I'll go to your town and I'll do whatever it takes to get money and buy it right then. And I remember that happened. I got the crown one day and actually had to step away. But I, I knew I could trust her with my town. I just left the game running. And when I came back, sure enough, everything was fine, except the crown was gone. So she bought it. And yeah, everything was perfect. We would play so much definitely over the weekends a lot and we we, yeah like I said we had each other's back and then I guess her husband wanted to play 3ds again and I never really heard back from her so I I made a new friend completely in New Leaf and it was bittersweet because I never saw her again (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah that's pretty fun that's pretty cool to have a friend that you're playing with regularly you know yes Mm mm-hmm yeah, I think that's awesome. Um, yeah, I, I like that story. <laughs> Especially to, like, you know, trust them to the point where they could just come to your town and everything's all right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think of any AC together stories. I guess the most recent ones, because I've talked about, you know, the beginnings of AC and me playing with my brother and my friend. Mm-hmm. But most recently... Um, I liked when Jackie was playing Pocket Camp with me. Um, oh, for I thought sure. It was pre- I thought it was pretty fun because she's like brand new to Animal Crossing. That's kind of her first game right. that she played that's Animal Crossing related. And yeah, just yesterday she was actually playing a little bit because she had some free time. Of course, we we need new phones. The only reason I play now is because I have my work phone and that one is way better than my phone. Right. <laughs> um, but it's so annoying to play on our old phones because it's so slow and oh. it takes forever to do anything and it doesn't run very well. Um, so, yeah, I, I was telling her, I was like, yeah, this game, it, it's just better when it actually runs. Right. Because <laughs> <laughs> otherwise everything takes so much longer than it should. Oh. So, and... It's even faster now when you can take advantage of like um, Pete's delivery service where right. he's just like delivering stuff for you. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I'm excited for the new game and hopefully Jackie will uh, hop in and play, you know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So let's get into these answers uh, because we have a lot and they're, you know, on the longer side because of the question. (laughs) (laughs) So Sarah says, my fondest memory is definitely playing Wild World over the summer with my two online friends 13 years ago. I remember I was actually on vacation here in Hawaii at the time, but I but all I wanted to do was play Animal Crossing. It was so fun, and it's such a nostalgic memory to look back on, and we're all still in touch. (laughs) Well, that's pretty cool. That's Um, awesome. Yeah, it's pretty awesome that you go on vacation to Hawaii, and you're still like, yeah, I'm in this perfect town. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I'd rather play that. Yeah, Animal Crossing and Vacation go together so well, perfectly. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. That's your vacation time for sure. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> You're so ready. <laughs> <laughs> Next, we have an answer by Grizzly Nina. 
and she says, you guys may end up hating me for this, but one of my fondest memories is playing Amiibo Festival with friends. <laughs> it was a rainy, cozy day, and the adorable, wholesome scenes com uh, convinced a friend to pre-order Animal Crossing Switch. Can't wait to play alongside her when the new game comes out. Yeah, I mean, it's a cute game. I can't deny it. I mean, it's not the most fun game, <laughs> but the things that it does, like, it looks good, and, you know, it has cute little scenes that you don't normally get in Animal Crossing. Yeah, just make sure you tell her that Animal Crossing Switch will be fun. <laughs> yeah, it will be so much fun. <laughs> So Tab says, I had someone whose town I'd visit on a regular basis when playing New Leaf. She would always let me check out her shops and talk to her villagers. Somehow, I would end up talking to Antonio almost every time I visited. She said Antonio would talk about me all the time, so then I started making sure I always said hi to him. It became kind of a joke that Antonio liked me more than her. <laughs> she, gave me an, uh, she gave me Antonio's picture. It's the only picture I've ever put in my New Leaf house. That wasn't a picture of one of my own villagers. <laughs> I like, I never put a picture in my town of another right. villager that I didn't have. That's, that's, I think that's really unique. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, I like that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. Next, we have Grace or a penguin named Abraham. Definitely playing Wild World with my older sister. One of my favorite memories is how mad she got when I got Wild World before her. Since she's the older sister and needed to get it first, obviously. But until she got her own game, we shared a town for a while. It was our first Animal Crossing experience, so we had so much fun seeing new characters move in and finding out what the store could get upgraded, that we could get golden tools, that we could buy fake paintings and get stung by bees, not to mention meeting all the special characters and seeing stuff like, no really, I saw a spaceship fly by. I'm not lying, I swear. <laughs> also, I think I lied to her <laughs> and said that you could make snowmen the first time we got snow before I realized but that we could that we really could make them. What I told her was true, but as far as I knew it was a complete lie and I was just messing with her. <laughs> <laughs> so it would count in your favor. That's awesome. Yeah, that's pretty funny. I yeah, I love the UFO. It was so hard to get, though. <laughs> and then, yeah, that's funny that you would guess that, oh, you should be able to build a snowman. Yeah. <laughs> and you actually can. Because that must be exci really exciting. Because the whole time you thought you were just messing with somebody. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but it turns out to be real. All right. So Dragonflame323 says, my favorite memory playing alongside someone else was visiting a friend of mine's town and doing an all-nighter in order to check out the creepy alien broadcast at, was it 1 a.m.? 4 a.m.? <laughs> Something bonkers <laughs> like that. But it was awesome what that pulled us to do. Just as uh, just an awesome Saturday night, I remember hanging out at his house's living room in his house's living room and waiting for that crazy moment to happen together. Oh, um, that's awesome! I forget what time it comes out. It's like I I think it was three thirty three. Yeah, I think it's three thirty three. That's what I was gonna <laughs> say. So that must be right. <laughs> but yeah, I I still don't believe three a.m. or four a.m. really exist. Because I've never seen them before in my life, but, you know, they might. 
<laughs> man, that was an awesome idea by Dragon. Man, that, that is really clever. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Next, we have Quantrill Tobal. And they say, in terms of the mainline games, I don't have many fun memories. There really isn't much to do when visiting towns other than fish, catch bugs, shop, and chatter. Newly added the island games, which were better than the usual stuff, but still not necessarily fun. Believe it or not, the most fun I had while playing multiplayer in Animal Crossing is in Amiibo Festival. The turnip trading is a game changer in that game, and one lucky roll can turn the tide from losing a ton of money or hitting the jackpot. It probably won't happen, but some of the items need to have minigames attached. The pool table and ping pong table need minigames like the pool game and table tennis game in Wii Play on the Wii. That arcade game machine that has Mario and Luigi squaring off needs to activate a game of Smash Ultimate where you can play Mario vs. Luigi on Battlefield or Final Destination. <laughs> Something like that would make those items much more useful and give players more to do than fish on a timer. <laughs> mm, these are some good ideas. Yeah, it sounds like they've got some ideas for like how to improve their time playing the game with somebody else, you know? Yeah, um, and uh, I'm sure Nintendo would love it because it would co connect all their franchises. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's fun to see your favorite Nintendo games inside of Animal Crossing. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and another Amiibo Festival um, person who just had fun <laughs> with that game. Right. So, pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> so Jeslin says sadly I didn't have many instances where I played Animal Crossing New Leaf with anyone I was primarily a solo player however there was a time when I went to someone's town because they had time traveled to June for me so I could catch fireflies weirdly in the time I had been playing New Leaf I hadn't caught them in my town I still don't know what happened uh, how that happened Anyway, I caught a bunch of fireflies from that person's town and still have a few of them in my house. Since then, I had been I had played or sorry, since then I had played during June and finally caught some on my own, but I appreciate that person time traveling for me to catch them the first time. <laughs> well, there you go. That's how you do it. You just go to somebody who has different times. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, that's really cool. Next, we have Alex, or Coconut, and he says, Just like Nina, my fondest memories come from Amiibo Festival. Me and one of my best friends really funded over that game. It was perfect for putting on and zooming out so we could just catch up. I'm actually moving into an apartment with that friend this coming summer. So basically, I have a roommate thanks to Amiibo Festival. Must be a pretty great game after all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it must be pretty dang good. <laughs> but hopefully, I mean, it sounds like you're going to have a lot of fun playing the next game too. So yeah, <laughs> that should be great for sure. Nice. So Bunny says, I'm in the same boat as Jeslin. I play Animal Crossing on my own, mainly because none of my friends play. I do have a fond memory of starting my new leaf on the 17th of December and asking on a forum if I could travel to someone's town to buy Santa boots from Kix as I hadn't unlocked the store yet, and I wanted to deliver presents on Toy Day. Someone replied to me and... Uh, replied to me to come over, and it turned out they'd actually bought the boots for me as a gift. It was nice of them, going out of their way for a stranger. I hope I can play online when more when Animal Crossing Switch comes out. Yeah, I mean, I'm consistently 
amazed how awesome Animal Crossing fans are. Like, they really hook yes. it up for other players. <laughs> They're just like, oh, yeah, I've got that. Here you go. <laughs> so everybody's yeah. really helpful whenever you play with them. For sure. That's awesome. Except for the ones who are, like, just trying to steal from you. Those, they're, they're <laughs> not nice. They're very mean. <laughs> Next we have Verity V. And they say, my cousin and I used to play on our DSs all the time. I remember going to my gramps' house in the evening and making a cozy blanket fort and playing Wild World together. We would wait on a Saturday night until 8 p.m. to watch KK Slider on our own towns at the same time. I remember she had the biggest house upgrade with a yellow roof and made a red carpet that had, that led from the gates to her house. There wasn't much to do, so we tried playing hide-and-seek and generally just running around and catching fish. Although Animal Crossing hasn't been a part of my game of my life since City Folk, I am still incredibly excited to be making some new memories in the upcoming game. That's awesome. Yeah, and I'm always surprised when I remember Rarity doesn't had it ha- hasn't played new leaf <laughs> and city folk has been her last game but it was a great oh, one. Oh wow i i had a good time playing city folk with friends i think that was pretty fun. yes yeah for sure yeah so trevi boo says my fondest memory while playing animal crossing was playing with my best friend side by side luckily we both had spare tvs growing up We'd bring the GameCube to one another's houses, put the screen side by side, and play for hours. It was revolutionary oh. after having only played alone before that. Oh, I'm I'm jealous of that experience. That sounds <laughs> amazing. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, I I now want to do that for sure. <laughs> yeah. Next, we have Sasha505, and she says, As a child, my friends liked playing games with me on the DS. Playing Mario Kart and Mario Party with them was a lot of fun. But as we got older, their interest in games faded. Now I'm the only, now I'm the only one that, ga- that likes games, sadly. So when I got New Leaf, I started looking online for people I could play with. And I found one girl from England who had just gotten the game as well. This was the first time I ever used the best friend option. It was really handy. We message each other every day on our phones and we check up on each other's sounds. I would leave her 10 letters in one day to see if it would work. It did. (laughs) And she would give me a present. We would send letters almost every day, play games on the island and get to know each other's animals. Getting to know other people and their town so well is a lot of fun. And I hope I can experience something like that again on Animal Crossing Switch. I really do miss it. <laughs> I love that. I I think that's so fun to be able the best friend feature is also one of my favorite things ever. Uh because yes. you could just log in and if you're both online you can message each other from each other's towns. That was the coolest. Yes. Uh, so nifty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Emily says, and this is Emily with one Y, my fondest memory is playing Wild World with my cousin. We lived next door to each other in the school holi- uh, in the school holidays, and we used to play local play in the nighttime. We would get we would both get as close as we could to the wall that separated us, to the, uh, so the signal was strong, and we would spend <laughs> the late ni- uh, spend the late nights when we should have been sleeping catching bugs and fish. <laughs> I totally remember that. I remember. Specifically, like, going on, like, 
I don't know, a trip with some friends and, you know, you're split in different cars and you're trying to play DS games together on the road, like from (laughs) between cars. And it didn't quite work, but it was awesome to give it a try. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. And our last answer for this week is by Will B. And the answer is... Animal Crossing has always been a very one-player game to me, but when I picked it up again last year, I hadn't played since about 2014. I was made with a huge online presence for Animal Crossing that I hadn't seen back in 2014. And trading with people from different Discord servers and the Bell Tree forums was great. I'm really glad that I found Haken as well. It's one of the nicest communities I've ever been a part of. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> yes. Thank you. And I wanted to say, spoiler alert, there's going to be a lot of memories like this in Haken and with Animal Crossing Switch for yeah, sure. Yeah, I think oh, we're going to have so much fun with this game. I cannot <laughs> wait. <laughs> I think we're going to have a lot of really awesome things happening. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready. I am so ready for this game. Oh, we've been ready for over 200 days. Yes. And, you know... <laughs> I mean, the the day this episode is coming out is April 2nd, so who knows when we're going to get an, a, a direct, but it seems like, I don't know, I feel like there could be a direct this April, just based on like yes. all the games coming, that we, we need some news, I think. I think it's time for us to get some news. Yes, oh yes. We've gone <laughs> since February 13th now, without seeing much, so, and... Right. You know, Yoshi is out now. There's not, there aren't any other games <laughs> that Nintendo has on the horizon outside of Super Mario Maker in June. So they need to start telling us about it. They need to start giving us some yes. news. There's some Smash stuff that needs some news. So I think there's plenty of them for uh, plenty to talk about. So I'm, oh yeah, we're ready. We're waiting, Nintendo. <laughs> it's your move now. so thank you all so much for listening if you want to be part of the conversation on all things animal crossing please join our discord i have a link in the description of this podcast it's totally free to join you don't have to be a patron and if you do join you can get sergio and my friend codes if you do want to become a patron please visit patreon.com slash Nintendo for just a dollar. You can support our show, get tons of cool things, get your voice heard on the show, answer these questions, and you can see our current goals to improve the show and our content. And just as a warning, I've changed one of those goals recently. There is now a Haken newsletter that comes out monthly, and I have a lot to say in the next one, so if you do want to see those... They are pretty fun. Last one, I had a sneak peek of the Haken art that you all see. And then this one, I'm going to kind of talk about what changes have made and I've made and why. And yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff that's going to be happening. <laughs> um, and if you're watching or listening on YouTube, please leave a comment about what multiplayer features you want added to Animal Crossing Switch. And please leave a review of the show wherever you're listening. It helps the show gain some visibility and allows our community to grow. And once again, thank you for listening, and we hope you have a great week. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs>